Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our program for the LitcoMetals.com studio. OG Darb with you. Gary Darby in for the hour, and we will get some discussion of Northwest Community College today. First segment, we will get a couple of sports items that we need to pass along and get to you, along with a weather forecast, which will include some afternoon showers here in North Mississippi. Then we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll get the ground supervisor at NWCC, Lynn Lawhon on with us. Lynn's going to discuss a project, uh, a research project that they're being involved in. They've been invited to join with Mississippi State, Auburn, the University of Georgia, and the USDA. So we'll find out from Lynn exactly what that project is and how they keep the campuses of Northwest Community College and that main campus in Senatobia looking so good. So we'll have Lynn come on in the next segment and then when we're done the brand new director of athletics he was hired july 1st jake gordon will be on it's the introductory time for him we'll find out all about uh, the new ad there in senatobia jake will be on with us at about 9 30 so we'll have all of that on the program today the sycamore bank ranger hour all right let's talk about a couple of things in the world of sports take a break we'll get lynn lawhon first and then we'll bring on Uh, Jake Gordon after that and it's sports items that I want to discuss first and foremost the the sports season is underway as the men's soccer team had an exhibition game actually yesterday in Memphis and they got one of those large monsoons that came through and kind of uh, ran them away after about a half of play so they got a little time under the new coach to do some work with the men's soccer team they'll be back in exhibition action on saturday at two in clinton against mississippi college the women's soccer team gets their exhibition season started saturday at delta state the matches at one in cleveland and then before we do another program they'll play monday at five in memphis against christian brothers so the soccer season already here and moving at nwcc the brand new northwest Women's basketball coach Latero Williams has announced a tryout date for the upcoming season. And, and these are for some local products in, in the Mississippi area. It's an open tryout on Wednesday of next week at Howard Coliseum, 3.30. So if you know if there's a basketball player still looking for a home, uh, and they have to be uncommitted in-state student-athletes. It's 3.30 next Wednesday at Howard Coliseum. Each participant required to bring an updated physical, a $20 tryout fee uh, for the day of the event. A tryout waiver form is available at nwccrangers.com. You can find the story. You see it. There'll be a link. You can go there. You have to fill that out. Or if you want information, Coach Williams has a phone number of 562-3418, or you can email him, lwilliams at NorthwestMS. You know the text message line, friends, 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. How to reach me on Twitter, at GDARB65, the Facebook page, North Mississippi Spotlight. Stream the show. Use the Alexa device. Keep your radios at 93.7. Whatever you do, please listen. I need you. Tuesday through Fridays, 
for the one hour that I get to come in here and chat a little bit between 9 and 10. Today's program, it's all Northwest Community College. Thanks to Sycamore Bank and the good people of NWCC. It's 9-11 on a Thursday, August 11th edition of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. You're listening to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Super Talk Mississippi 93.7. And stream live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's 9.15. It is the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Happy Thursday. There is some rain, as I mentioned, and more coming, and this gentleman deals with that and uh, tries to work around those kinds of things. We were having a discussion a little bit earlier. It's our ground supervisor and friend, Lynn Lawhon, who's been on for a couple of different reasons uh, as this program has gone along. But, Lynn, welcome back. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Last time you were on, I, I asked some personal advice about azaleas and cutting them back and doing those kinds of things. We accomplished what uh, you, your, your directions were, and I don't think we didn't kill them. I, I didn't do serious damage, I don't think. I followed along the lines of, of what you, you said we should do and move and things. And so I don't know if I've got any you know personal advice I'm going to ask, but, I, but, but thank you for helping me out with the azaleas last time. I don't even know if you remember that, but, but we did. I had some... Huge things that my you know my grandmother had had done, and so finally uh, they have been cut. Uh, I didn't personally do them, and, and credit to the lady that did. <laughs> so, well, good. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad it was a success. Yeah, it was. All right, so here's the deal. Um, we get you back on the show, and we're going to talk about a research project. But but here's the thing too. I want to get to you, and that is. Getting this campus, the main campus in Sinatobia, you're ready for everybody that is arriving and getting ready. I know the staff has been there, but students are now starting to get ready, and here we go. So what has the process been, and, and what have you done to get the campus and keep it as beautiful as it is? Well, you know, the, the, the administration takes a lot of pride in, uh, in keeping things looking good out here, and, and, and we're really blessed to have them that will give us the resources and things that we need to allow me to experiment with lots of new plants and things. And, of course, right now we're concentrating on fall-blooming plants. And so uh, what you've got to do is if you've got perennials that are, that are late-summer bloomers, you can extend that blooming period by deadheading, and that's just a fancy word for cutting off the spent blooms. As a bloom gets older on most plants, if it produces a seed, it signals to the plant to quit blooming. Well, you cut those blooms off before they go to hard seed, and, and, and as soon as cool weather begins to hit, we can get a second and third bloom on a lot of those late summer uh, perennials all the way into fall. And so we want to, things to look great for homecoming and football and things so we're busy taking our perennials and getting those cut back uh any of the roses on campus we're getting those chopped back so that we could get that fall bloom and that's uh that's kind of what what my horticulture team is doing right now excellent and of course you and i were joking about things uh uh, about the rain and and you're probably going to have to deal with more of that coming up this afternoon so a challenge i would assume to do some of that work since you guys are outdoors trying to trying to keep up with everything Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's these these huge thunderstorms and all and all the amount of rain. It just just comes with the job, you know. It's it's working outside. So 
Well, well, I was. We can dodge the lightning. We're going to be okay. Right. I was one of the ones that weeks ago uh, was complaining because uh, you know cutting the grass in the yard and I looked like pig pen with the dust on the lawnmower going through the yard and now. Um, so blame me, uh, you know, for for a little. I was one of the those that that asked for rain, and of course we'll be asking for it again somewhere along the way a little bit later on. You're right. It's what you do when you have to work outside, and part of that discussion that we want to get to today uh, is is a project that you guys are going to be taking part in with some four-year universities, and I'll let you kind of really give a, a grand overview of what is called the Refuge Lawn Research Partnership. Can you explain a little bit about how you guys got involved, and then we'll kind of pick apart a little bit about this project. Yeah, Mississippi State asked us, we, we have always here on our campus had um, um, some, some practical um, you know, research that goes on with plant trials, and we have them all over our campus and things. And I have worked with Mississippi State as a graduate of there, and 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 have have gone to a lot of their seminars and stuff. And and Jay McCurdy, who is in charge of the turf program down at Mississippi State, invited us to come down and look at their project that they're working. It's a it's a USDA. A funded project, but what it does is the University of Georgia, Auburn, and Mississippi State are all taking part in this, and they ask us to join in. And essentially, what it is is it's it's a study of a way in which to cut back or change the cycle of mowing on very very large campuses, golf courses, big big areas that have massive amounts of lawn mowing and spraying and fertilizer applications, and how we can reduce the amount of mowing and, and cut back on our budgets of, of our fertilization and, and herbicide application that could benefit uh, pollinators. And, and essentially what those are, those are the butterflies and bees and things like that. Um, you know, research, pretty solid research has shown that if you don't have certain pollinators and certain crops, you're going to get a tremendous reduction in 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 the the overall crop, uh, especially a lot of our apples and uh, you know pears, uh, watermelons. You, you you can't have a watermelon crop without having pollinators. So the kind of the idea is is if you can help out the pollinators, the butterflies, you can reduce the amount. Not not and I want to make sure everybody understands. This isn't organic. This isn't no pesticide because mm. that that's just not going to fly. You've got, but we can certainly reduce that costly bill that comes in by reducing the amount of poundage of herbicides and things that we use, which can help. And then, and then, how to take these areas and convert them into aesthetically pleasing meadows, and that's the key. Because everybody in North Mississippi knows if you don't mow a pasture or a meadow, it's going to become a forest. Correct. So there has to be a certain amount of, of work that goes on. And so this whole research project was, can we convert an area of campus into a meadow and not have everybody screaming for a bush hog to cut it down? And so that was our challenge, and that's what we've been working on. And uh, it's it's been quite exciting. It's, it's created a lot of... Uh, a lot of interest. When did you get this? Uh, and, uh, when did you get started with the project? And for me now, trying to picture the campus, and for the Northwest people who know that campus so well, where exactly are you trying to get this meadow? 
Okay, if you if you are familiar with campus on the our far south side across from our child care mm-hmm. area there on Highway 51, there's a great big field there. Yeah. And what we did is we came in and we divided the field in half. Half of it was going to be meadow where we only mow once or twice a season. The other half would be a lawn that we we mow but we don't fertilize and we don't spray. And we mowed it very late in the season, which allowed for clover and dead nettle and things and all these blooming weeds to come in and look good. And the way we aesthetically did is we did a ribbon of seeded wildflowers. And we came in and did this this really great kind of a squiggly line of zinnias. (laughs) And they have been spectacular. So what happens is is you, you look at the mowed area, you see these beautiful flowers, that are blooming all summer, all the way into the fall. And then behind it is our naturalized area. So the eye goes to the flowers, and everybody's crazy about that, and they don't notice the fact that behind it, it just looks like a pasture. And so this purpose, we, we purposefully put in the this zinnia. Now, granted, they're, they're not uh, wildflowers. They're hybridized, but they're, they're quite easy to grow. They're quite beautiful. The butterflies and the honeybees have been just gone crazy out there. People can come. We're encouraging the public to come by and trim and take, because the more you cut zinnias, the more they bloom. So we, we're, we're doing this for the, for the public. And we have reduced our, our fertilizing and mowing in that area. We've cut it to a fraction of what it was. So uh, it's a two-year project. We'll do it this year, and we'll do it next year. And then we will do an evaluation and see what people think of it. So, uh, uh, and I'll have the data, and I'll share that with Mississippi State, and and we will we will put con- concrete numbers to the fact that this is how much we spent on seed, and this is how much we saved in in gasoline and uh, fertilizer, and it's it's been a lot of fun. So far, it's it's uh, it's got good, it's had some good press and things, and we want to encourage anybody in Senatobia, anybody around, to come by drive into that south gate and, uh, you know, come pick some flowers. Lynn is with us talking about the project and more. And as you mentioned it, you know, the whole budget thing uh, starts to creep into mind because, you know, truthfully, until, you know, Russia attacked Ukraine, didn't realize much about where a lot of the fertilizer, you know, comes from and gets started and things of that nature. Now with the gas prices, when you turn in a budget to Dr. Heindel, how, how googly eyes has, has he had at times because of the rising prices, and now this trying to help out with that? Well, it, it's, it's the idea. Our fertilizer budget, we, we've cut it in third because of the cost of wow. what, what it's been. And so uh, had to. We, there's only a finite amount of money. Right. But there's expectations of wanting things to look good. So how do we do it and still stay, you know, true to to being uh you know conservative with with our with our funds and so this is kind of the idea and and i think that aside from just beautiful flowers it's going to prove to be the 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 best cost saving now i want to emphasize that it's not just something you've got to plan for these kind of things we started uh our actual work in may but the research and all and the layout was done months in advance so, you know, including the ordering of the seeds, uh, getting everything taken care of. So it's not something you got to wake up and say, 
hey, I want flowers tomorrow. Right. You, you say you want flowers six months from now, and so uh, there there is. But we are we are formulating a a uh, a kind of a, a guidelines that we're going to do. We're going to share this stuff with the public. We're going to try to have a have an event. Uh, Mississippi State has wants us to do an a uh, open house workshop uh, late uh, in the winter to to show different places on how we did this and and uh we're excited about sharing it sharing it with the public and that's that's what we're supposed to do we're a college we're 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 a school we want to teach so that's that's what we're doing lynn it sounds like a great project and and something that you know knowing and growing up and 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 thinking about you know we see the butterflies but maybe we don't realize if if there's a lot of them or, or or whatever we just notice occasionally but i know that there has been that we need more bees and things and hopefully this can help draw and and bring that i know there's a, a lot that goes into all of that but it sounds like a great project for everything that's going on and the way it sounds could this be something that that you guys continue throughout time well, we, we would like that. We, we'd like to tweak. We're, we want to see what other type flowers and things can do, how that we can reduce. Uh, there have been a lot of interest in golf courses. You, uh, you talked about the TPC and all. Well, we've got some courses around Mississippi that are, that are interested in reducing the cost of their roughs and, and the, the maintenance on their areas in such a way that it can be aesthetically pleasing. It can, it can make the whole, uh, the whole gambit of everybody who uses it uh, a happy experience, help with the pollinators, and, and keep the accounting department happy. And so these kinds of new ideas, and it's really important for the public to embrace this. People need to know, hey, we, our bush hog didn't break down. We are purposely doing this <laughs> in order to, to, to help you know, our campus environment out, make it more ple- pleasantly appealing, and to save money. And, and the bottom line is we, we've, we literally are concentrated on trying to, uh, to do more with less, and, and that's what this is all about. We will continue to not only do this, but we've got a, pro- a, a project real exciting on our South Haven campus that we're going to, to implement in the next year or so in which we will be reducing mowing and increasing the tree and reforestation projects uh we've we got a lot of things that we're 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 doing here to uh, to try to to embrace the future of horticulture and uh so yeah the the, the long answer is absolutely we're going to continue <laughs> continue with this well look i thank you for your time this morning the next question uh that that, that we get to uh from me and, and because now it, it clicked i won't get you to do it today but we need to do some research on the royal polonia or the empress tree uh, because the owner of the house prior to me planted and this thing's root system is unbelievable it's all over the place the the little shoots are coming out i've got two large trees and i've got about a thousand that will pop up in between every time i mow the yard and so uh, we need to figure something out out about that bad boy it's not quite kudzu-ish mean but this this tree uh it's all over the place man Oh, there are cool trees, but they are. You don't ever have one royal polonia. No, you have. Uh, it's like sassafras, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's a great tree. It's got great history. 
you know, we could talk about that forever later <laughs> on sometimes. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is a, it is a, it is one of those plants that, uh, you got to be careful. Oh <laughs> boy, it's all over. See, I bought. We bought a home where the county agent actually lived in for years and years, and so we have all kinds of things that I'm learning about. And I, I appreciate the discussion with you here uh, and, and learning a little bit uh, as you taught me azaleas last time. We'll talk Royal Polonia another time. But Lynn, thanks for talking with us about this project on campus. Good luck with everything, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Bye bye. Lynn Lawhon with us. He's the grounds supervisor at Northwest Community College, talking with us about the project that they have gotten in and involved when Mississippi State asked them, along with Auburn, University of Georgia, and the USDA. And I think it's great listening to what they're doing on campus. Uh, A, uh, to to bring back, as he mentioned, the pollinators, the honeybees, the butterflies, and places like uh, and and for them to bed and and to breed and to do those kinds of things and then reducing and i can imagine what the 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 price jump has been for the herbicide the fertilizer uh the fuel that it takes uh to keep that campus all those campuses as nice as they are lynn and his group do a tremendous tremendous job first half of the program down second half Coming up next, we'll meet the new Director of Athletics at Northwest Community College when we return. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. 9.35 now, second half of the program underway. Gary Darby in the LitcoMetals.com studio. We'll do a weather forecast. We'll get you ready for tomorrow's program and the rest of the day on Super Talk Radio. I want to thank Lynn for being on the program, talking with us about all the things they're doing with the projects and more and the grounds work that's going on on the campuses. And now excited to get an opportunity to talk to the new director of athletics at NWCC. Uh, he became that July the 1st. After uh, spending some time in Texas, let's get all that background information and welcome to the program for the first time, Jake Gordon. Jake, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, well, congr- congratulations on 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 joining the Ranger family, the Range Gang, and 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 getting ready to to lead athletics and do things. So let's get a a little background information on you, Jake, if you don't mind. I know you came from Blinn and from Texas, but there's there's other stops along the way. What can you tell us as a background on Jake Gordon? Well, yeah, um, the majority of my experience has been at Blinn. I spent, in total, I've spent about seven years there. So I uh, started there in junior college athletics, really really fell in love with the, the aspect of junior college athletics and what it does to, to prepare high, you know, athletes to, you know, to become adults and to, to get better athletically. And um, I also spent two years in Ohio at a junior college up there in Northeast Ohio. And uh, just really, you know, I really enjoy my job. I really enjoy seeing the the athletes come in and seeing them grow as athletes and, and people. And then the fun thing about junior college is that you get to see them here for two years and then they get to move on to a four-year school and then you get to follow their progress as an athlete and as a person at, at a four-year school and you know kind of see them you grow up you know as they progress 
being involved in the in the junior college world at first, now that we call it community college, obviously these days, but I go back to those NWJC kind of days. I know the state of Mississippi is very strong in regard to athletics and, and to things in that two-year world. And then there are Texas and California, the other two large states. I know we have them in other areas, but you have been involved in one of the largest in the state of Texas. So what drew you from that position where you were uh, to Northwest Community College. What made you that day you saw, hey, the job is open, the athletic director's job at Northwest Community College, I think I want that job? Well, the, you know, I like you said, I've been in Texas. I've, I've experienced sports there. You know, sports are very strong. But the thing that drew me to Mississippi and Mississippi Junior College and, and Community College Athletics is that, all of the Mississippi schools are very competitive. Like, this is a very good competition in every single sport, and a lot of the schools take their athletics very serious, and they, they invest a lot of resources in that, uh, especially Northwest. So when I saw that job was open, and, and and I saw that their facilities are just fantastic and their their leadership is great, you know, I applied for that and just applied and hoped that they would give me an interview, and so it worked out well for me. Well, the facilities and in, in, in coming back over the past couple of years and, and being able to broadcast some of the baseball and the basketball games and just watch the way that all of that construction has been going on there at Bobby Franklin Field and continuing to do that, the upgrades there for the baseball at Jim Miles Field, and then knowing how good Howard Coliseum has been uh, for a long, long time. The news, we've had this, the soccer coaches on, the softball I mean, We've had all of that discussion about the facilities, and, and it is a, 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 a war, if I can use that word, between the other community colleges to keep up uh, with, with one another and, and those facilities uh, to be sure you can draw the good athlete to come to that Senatobia campus and participate. I know you hit the ground absolutely running. You had to. You come in in the summer. There's already now sports that are starting to get on the field to play with soccer. So what has the, the initial month plus been like for you? Well, when I came on, I, I, there was a need for coaches. Uh, there was a lot of openings that I had to fill, so I had really had to jump into that with hiring a men's soccer coach and hiring a women's basketball coach. And so um, that, was, that was kind of the first focus is to get those jobs out there, get, get the best applicants as possible, and then you know starting with the interviews and get going on that. So uh, that has been a process. That was – <clears throat> that made the month go really fast. I'm sure. It was a lot of work. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now that those coaches are all in place, uh, it feels a lot more calm now. And uh, you, you mentioned that soccer uh, is starting. Men's soccer played an exhibition game last night up in Memphis, and women's soccer starts this weekend. So um, it's good to see them get out on the field and do more than just practice because I think – the players get tired of practicing and they like to go out and face people in other jerseys. So let me ask you the question here, because you did get here and then boom, I've got to hire coaches. Did that help you probably ease into the job better than just coming in and like, okay, I've got all this ready and, and, and let me learn everyone. You had to jump in, you know, feet first and start hiring people. Do you think that helped you so far? 
Yeah, it really helped me learn the process of how to hire people. I mean, obviously the coaches that are here are great and, uh, you know, very dedicated to their sport. And then the ones that we were able to hire helped me with the process of hiring and, and what it's like. Everyone, the you know, the impressive thing about Northwest is everyone is involved with the hiring. So, like, President Heindel gets involved, you know, vice presidents, we get them in on the interview. So when we when we bring in a head coaching candidate, I mean, they get to see – the leadership up close and personal when it comes to interviewing and so it was good for me to see that process and um, see how see how much support and how much time is put into the interviews. Jake Gordon is with us director of athletics for a couple of more minutes before we we finish up the program as it's now leader uh, the director of athletics what do you what is you know did you have mission your mission your goals what do you want as the AD for Northwest Athletics? What is that? Well, the you know, Northwest has been a machine already when it comes to athletics. So my my number one goal is not to mess it up. I don't <laughs> want to come in and, you know, make huge changes because the direction and the momentum that they're going is already heading in that direction. My my responsibility is to kind of make small tweaks here and there, obviously hire coaches, um, show the coaches that I'm there to support them and, you know, just – just make small tweaks like um obviously we've made a lot of good improvements on campus you know not only in athletics but our uh performing arts center that will be finished later this year and you know just just make the small tweaks that are needed to to help us keep going in the right direction because i think that if you if you're happy with just staying the same then there's no way you can stay the same. Either you're going up or you're going down. So uh, you definitely you want to try to make changes and you know make the small tweaks here and there that helps you in your momentum going up instead of uh, you know trying to be stagnant and and then trying to be happy with the status quo. You're always trying to improve and uh, so you can keep your momentum in a positive direction. I know you've also been involved in the media world throughout time. Will you be touching? in that regard as well well uh our media people our sports information are great brian lentz and brian oakley i mean they they do a solid job i've been very impressed with the work that they've done and you know i i'm i'm impressed by the work that they've done and they don't need much help from me or any suggestions because they probably did it better than i ever could imagine (laughs) so um but i i appreciate all that they do and our communications department, I mean, they do a solid job of just putting, you know, making athletics uh, a focus. And, you know, not only athletics, but they're in charge of everything. So um, from someone that the, – the good thing for me is that someone that has worked in the sports information field, uh, I can appreciate when someone does a good job and they're definitely putting in the work and they, I mean, they're solid. No doubt. So, had an opportunity, uh, obviously, to be around them for the last couple of years, and 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 they are spot on, one of the best that that I've worked with, and and hope to continue. Last thing, um, and we really didn't talk about this. Uh, you are from Utah, and and a Ute, you are mm-hmm. a, a, a grad. Um, are you following along with all of this? What are the are they, are they going to hang the Pac-12 together? You know, I mean, what are you guys going to do? 
I don't know. That's uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of it'll be interesting to see. I hope that we don't get left behind. Um, you know, everyone everyone was excited once the University of Utah went to the Pac-12, and it's been it, it's taken a couple years to get up to that level, and now you know the marquee teams from Southern California decide that they're Big Ten teams, and so kind of throws a wrench in those plans, and so. Conference realignment is strange. Um, it's almost to the point where college football, you know, would have to rethink conferences. You know, it doesn't make any sense for a California team to be traveling all the way to New Jersey to face Rutgers in a conference game. But, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, yeah, conference. I as a, as a as a University of Utah fan, I really hope that something happens to where they can maintain the same level, but. It's kind of a wait and see. I mean, it's not a. If I was on the University of Utah athletic staff, it'd be definitely a, a nerve-wracking uh, decision, or you know, to make moves as far as that area. Sure, Jake Gordon is with us, director of athletics at Northwest Community College, and so we'll finish with uh, with this. I'll just. Uh, Wish you luck uh, on the job and the travels to places like Moorhead, Decatur, Perkinston. Get ready to learn uh, the highway systems in the state of Mississippi. You've got some traveling coming up soon. Oh, yeah, I'm excited uh, to, to visit all these small towns. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to be able to get to see the state because we have more road games than home games <laughs> this year. And so uh, we're definitely going to put in a little bit of travel. But uh, that's uh, – That'll be fun because I like getting to know new areas. I've been through Mississippi before but never stopped at too many areas. Uh, but now that I live here and get to travel around, it'll, I like to visit new places. And so it'll be fun to explore. Absolutely. Look, thanks for your time this morning. I look forward to seeing you down the road at an athletic event somewhere. Thanks, Jake. Oh, yeah, anytime. Jake Gordon with us, the Director of Athletics at Northwest Community College. It is 9.48. We'll take a small break. We'll come back and we'll finish up today's program. Hold on, please. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. All right, friends. Enjoy what is your Thursday. Be safe, and we'll do this, as I mentioned, starting at about 9.06 in the a.m. tomorrow. Mandy is up next doing the Middays program. Hope you enjoy and stick around with Super Talk Radio for the rest of the day. Until tomorrow morning, so long.